I can't believe I am holding in my hands Elite Beat Agents, the comic book. Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this is the Gem Jam, where we do an episode-by-episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem and the Holograms, because both it and the comic are truly outrageous and truly dark. It's Dark Gem 6! It's the finale! This is, I believe, the last time we'll be seeing Sophie Campbell for a while. But the most important part that everybody should know is riots in this issue. You want to just get that out of there right out of the gate? Just get that out of the way? Yeah, we're not going to be able to contain her. I'm going to get that out there that I am going to be waiting for when Riot shows up on the page, and I will probably scream and completely ruin our mic levels. This is fine. Annie was telling me about the reaction you had when you first saw Riot on that comic cover. I was at my Star Wars tabletop, and uh, I play a Gungan, just so everybody knows. And I was like looking at my comics because uh, whenever there's somebody, when the scenes are focusing on someone else, I try to not pay attention so I don't end up metagaming. And I was reading, and then suddenly I let out this scream, and everybody turns to me and goes, is there a ladybug on the screen? And I'm like, no, 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 it's Riot. Don't worry about it, Riot. I had shown her the uh, character portraits earlier, and so she knew what was coming. She knew what was coming. And then that happened when she hit the last page anyway. Oh man, but we should we should probably set that aside for now. Are you afraid of ladybugs? I'm terrified of ladybugs. It's a whole thing, don't worry about it. Okay. I mean, this is not the weirdest thing I've learned about you, especially in light of the fact that you don't like chocolate chip cookies. They're gross. She is a mess. She contains multitudes. She does. She's a multifaceted person. Anyway, let's wrap up the Dark Gem Saga with Dark Gem 6. Issue 16. Our cover of All the Dark Gems is actually the brightest, uh, and it shows the holograms and the misfits all together, and very pastel. We saw the solicit earlier, uh, a couple months ago, but it's really great to see it here together, more in context. Everybody is in pastel greens and pinks, so we're combining colors from both bands here. Blaze is even wearing some of Pizzazz's pink and green leopard print. Yeah, well, she was still in all that dark gem gear, so <laughs> Possess had to lend her some clothes. I, re- I really like the composition of this cover with, like, Gem and Pizzazz uh, at the top with this sort of circular thing going on, and then the uh, the holograms down one side and the misfits on the other and Blaze right smack in the middle, and it's it's really good. And everybody's lined up with the person who has their equivalent instrument. It looks really cool. Like a perfectly symmetrical fight scene from an X-Men cover. Yeah, this is this is an X-Men cover if X-Men played glam rock. <laughs> I'd read that X-Men comic. So, previously, where do we even start? I mean, I know that we're pretty much just talking about the last issue on this previously page, but where do you even start uh, explaining how we got to this point here? If I were called upon to do so to someone who had never read this comic before, I'm not sure that I could. Okay, so there's holograms, right? And recently they've gone evil. There's an artificial intelligence uh, that makes holograms and is a hologram. They use it to make rock music. And is also evil and infects people's brains with bad things. And it makes them goth. Super goth. Like Hot Topic goth. And it wants to rule the world and make everything goth. And the holograms and Synergy are fighting it. But it was Synergy, but not Synergy. And now it's a different hologram. The misfits also noticed that things were wrong with the holograms and were fighting it. And Pizzazz hurt her throat, but now her throat's not as hurt anymore and she showed up to save the day. In the raddest outfit ever. This is a thing that makes sense. (laughs) 
She's shown up to save the day with music. As the day should be saved. In a Gem in the Holograms comic, yes. And also, if you go goth, you can get ungothed by either not listening to the music that makes you goth for, like, 6 to 12 hours, or by having some kind of traumatic event that makes you realize you're not acting like yourself. Such as kissing your boyfriend while dressed up as your own alter ego. And he doesn't like your alter ego. So, yeah. This is a heck of a comic, you guys. Yeah, we're only 16 issues in, and this is, like, 500 issues of the Flash level convoluted. It's amazing. Oh, not that I'm complaining. I love this. This is the best. This is my bread and frickin' butter. So, our actual issue 16 starts with all the misfits hugging Pizzazz, because they love her. Pizzazz is back, and everybody's delighted, and then Pizzazz is like, let's save the mushy stuff, while still grinning, because she likes it. Uh, I love Clash and Blaze off to the side, still in their oops, we're goth now outfits. I also love Eric just looking totally unimpressed with everything. Oh, she's back, I guess. And Pizzazz brings up something that somebody else probably should have said a while ago. Okay, look, guys, where is Jem? Oh, we've got her the holograms and the band manager. Uh, I'll find her, says Jerrica. And then Pizzazz is like, why don't you all go? Get your crap together. Get out of my bus. My hair is huge and green and magnificent. Get out of my bus. And Stormer's like, you don't have to be so rude. And Pizzazz is like, this is technically their fault. And they've brought it on the whole world. We're going to help them. They just need to get moving. Uh, This is a point where the holograms have a conversation off to the side, figuring out what is going on. What if, are they going to be Gem again? Because Jerrica's having some doubts. She's not sure she ever wants to be Gem again. Because, I mean, she still kind of blames herself for all this. She's the one who first went dark. Whenever it focuses on the left side of her face with, like, the kind of the dark bob, she looks adorable. She looks great. So, Aja, being sort of the blunt one, is like, okay, well, what are we doing? I don't know. All right. Okay, but we need to know what are we doing. Yeah, how do we put Jem on stage without you being Jem? And they have a nice sister bonding time because it's all a mess, but they made the mess. They're going to clean it up and they're going to do it together. And Jerrica says that she says it's not fair because nobody else needs to sort of create this persona. Everybody else is themselves upstage and she still feels like it's going to be hard to be her, even though she thought maybe this could be what pushed her to do so. But she's stuck now and she's probably not ready. This is raising a good point about the whole alter ego thing, which is that there's a point of no return here. There's so much they've built up around it. There's so much they've done. And not to mention, when you advertise your band where the front woman is a nine foot tall glam rock goddess with 80 million feet of pink hair, well, the fans are going to expect something. Yep. But Jerrica eventually relents and says, okay, let's do it. And then we switch back to the misfits. So you traitors replaced me. And everybody looks awkward, except for Clash. Poor Blaze. She is a deer in headlights right now. You know what I kind of love here? Everybody else is sitting down on couches except Clash, who is perched right behind Blaze at her shoulder with her hands over on the couch over the edge with big hearts in her eyes. She's like, I'm here too, guys. And I can't get over what I'm looking at right now. And here's where we get to the moment that we've known was coming since Blaze auditioned. Pizzazz had to come back eventually. And there can't be two front women. And Pizzazz is like, you were great and you're not going anywhere. You're a misfit now. Oh, thank God. Clash is still not a misfit. Clash is still not a misfit, but Blaze is. Oh, Clash. And Pizzazz is like, you're not the front woman anymore, because obviously that's me. 
but you play a main guitar and you've got a great voice. So you're on guitar and you play your cards right. And I'll even maybe give you some solos. I've been so worried about Blaze because I want good things for Blaze. She's a cutie patootie. If is going to be joining the holograms and this evens it out so that the bands are five and five. And this is comic possessed. This isn't cartoon possessed. This is comic possessed who displays empathy. Who actually listens to her bandmates and make, to make the musical decisions. Who actually wants to make the band better, not just herself. Who will even be like Stormer. I think we could put that song on a different album, but probably not this one. It doesn't suit the mood we're aiming for. This is a pizzazz who communicates, and this is a pizzazz who recognizes that Blaze is good and good for the Misfits. And I'm so relieved. Oh, so cute. They're all cuties. Everybody's a cutie patootie. And then we hear a hem, are we interrupting something? And Jem's hair is the same color as her skin. It is. She's a cotton candy elemental. She's also a giant. She's a foot taller than Pizzazz. And also, they throw a couple of barbs at each other, Pizzazz and Jem, and uh, it's kind of delightful. There's some there's some tension there. Hmm. Hmm. Jim's wearing pants that say outrageous on them. Oh my gosh. And let's also talk about those incredible shoes she's wearing. I have no idea how she walks in any of these shoes and I don't care. Oh god, yeah. Holograms, whatever. They're great shoes. I also love the misfits in that panel, Peanut gallerying it up on the other side of the curtain there. I also totally love that, honestly, for a comic book called Gem and the Holograms, we haven't had a whole lot of time where we've actually seen Jerrica interact as Gem. And this has been the first time in a while, especially since the darkening. Gem is all confidence and power and snarkiness, and it's such a departure from the tired Jerrica, and it's great to see those two personas, at least, show off in very different ways in the same sort of scene. Yeah, God, even her posture is more confident. Like, when she's sitting back on that couch, it's all wide open. Yeah, she owns that couch. This is her couch now. Stand back. She takes large seats. For someone who, by all accounts, should be on the defensive here, saying, oh my god, I messed this up, I'm sorry, I love the approach that Jem is taking here, which is just being like, yeah, I'm awesome, you want to fight about it? And Possessed seems kind of into that, honestly. She doesn't seem annoyed. No, not at all. She is... I think she's excited by this. They all cover for 16 drawn by Jen Bartell with like Pizzazz and Jem on it. And Pizzazz actually has her arm about Jem's waist. I just, yeah, it's awesome. They've both got their hands like right around the waist and the hip of the other person. Everything about that cover is the gayest thing about that cover. I love it. She's got Freddie Mercury shoulder pads. So setting aside that freaking power couple in the making over there. We switch immediately to completely different colors, completely different panel structure, completely different tones, because it's a silica page. And I, oh my god, I know we've talked about this a lot, but I swear Dark Gem has just had everybody working on this book firing on all cylinders. Why does silica need to look in a mirror? She is a hologram. So we we start with uh, the broken, kind of disjointed, the old gifts that you see when they're from like 1996 and they're all fuzzy and broken and, and there's more pixels than you'd ever need. We start with that and Silica, who's wearing a collar that's bleeding and has spider legs coming off of her shoes and it looks awesome. Oh, it's so good. She's also bald now. Bald and dripping. With this like black and dark maroon, I think that is, makeup that just goes all the way up to her head. It's so good. And she goes, we will spread like fire, not a soul untouched. Is that not right, my sickness? And there's a sickness back. They're all in matching outfits again. And all look apathetic and blink. 
Yes, Silica. We've also got all of them in these sort of asymmetrical square cuts, especially across the bangs that brings them together in a really good design. And meanwhile, back to the holograms tour bus. Back in the realm of pastel. Ah, God, I love, I love the colors in this issue. I really do. Like, ah, it's just been great. I also love that we, we've got Jerrica and Jem standing near each other. So you realize that when Jerrica's wearing the Jem hologram, she must be like peeking out from her cleavage. And I really like that, especially with the way the hair is sort of coming out, uh, with the posture, and also with Jerrica saying, are you sure you can handle this? And the instant reply is, yes, Jerrica. I really like that everything that we know about Synergy so far, as a character and how her character voice functions, we can instantly tell, oh, this is Synergy wearing a gem suit. Yeah, the, the posture is just that little bit stiff and unnatural. And the hair looks like it's sort of flowing a little in an environment where there's no air to blow it, which is definitely the same sort of way that uh, that Synergy sort of hair ribbons work. And uh, Jerrica discusses how come they're having Synergy be Jim at this point, because she has to do some things backstage that Tekrat and Pizzazz are having her do. And she needs to be back there anyway to make sure that Tekrat doesn't discover Silica's stuff, because who knows what Tekrat would do with it. And that's a great point. Oh, baby. Oh, Tekrat. Oh, tech rat baby. Honestly, he would probably just use it in his apartment. There would never be any outside world applications. He would just put it up in his apartment and be like, this is awesome. I mean, if Synergy's gonna go for oranges and reds, then she's already color-coded for comic tech rat specifications. I bet she'd enjoy his all-white Stark apartment. I don't think I ship it. I do think they should be, like, grudging roommates. This is my side of the apartment. I have marked it with duct tape. I just want a Wacky Roommate sitcom now. I don't care if the Wacky Roommates with Techrat is Eric Raymond or if it's Silica. I want either one. Yeah, I just want Techrat to have a Wacky Roommate situation. Jerrica is going to have to... I guess the specific thing she's going to do is use a signal jammer that Techrat made, which is probably grossly simplifying what it is that Techrat has made. But, you know, I'm willing to run with it. Techrat's so insulted that that's what it's called. Yeah, he probably did went into like a several paragraph long explanation of what this thing is and what it does until finally, like Jerrica said, so it's a signal jammer. Well, yes, if you want to be pedestrian about it. If you want to be a pleb, a philistine. Oh, I can totally see that happening. I can too. And they all decide they are ready for the show of their lives. Ready, Jerrica, says Amazon goddess Synergy. Meanwhile, on stage, here comes the sickness playing their one song. They only need the one, really. I also really love the structure of this page. It's got the lyrics, and they have that same sort of uh, angular sort of scratching as the uh, as the font there. But there's also this graphic of sort of that dripping black sludge coming down. And these lyrics are centered on the page. And uh, everything is, like, nice and symmetrical. It does these close-ups of, uh, of silica, plus the sickness there, with the audience down at the very bottom, with their yellow eyes, because they've they got the sickness. They're down with it. Positioning the band over the audience, i.e. dominant to them. It's really, really good. And then silica seems surprised, because we are about to get what ends up being six pages total, Three splash page spreads over two pages each, which means that we have completely changed up how this comic looks. We've completely changed the format of how these pages are usually laid out because we're about to go all out, guys. This is like that bit in the last issue of Next Wave where it's just like 10 different splash page spreads. This is the greatest thing. Let's save America by beating up everything we see. 
I've talked about this on Tumblr because somebody asked me about Elite Beat Agents and that I needed to talk about Elite Beat Agents a lot. A whole lot. That was like a thousand word essay. Oh, it was probably about 500. One of the things that one of the games in that series does is there's two rival groups and at the very end, they combine their forces to basically reignite the sun and unfreeze the earth. And this is a lot like that to me. You know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. They cheer. They're a cheer squad. It's fine. This is fine. So we are combining songs here. You'll notice on the lyrics, we've got these great sort of splashes. And uh, just the way that everything's designed here with the two bands combining is a really great visual combination of their music. There's also a lot of like splatter paint going on here. There's some of those sort of bleeding panels where they're just sort of close-ups that are separated by just different elements of the page. It looks a little like Gunner Craig, the way that they're separating some panels just by hair alone. If you guys don't read Gunner Craig Court and you like spooky girl mysteries, go for it. You should read Gunner Craig Court. We're combining the the Misfits Attack of the Night with uh, with the holograms more, more, more. And I think there's a little bit of the montage song that Kimber wrote, I, I think, in the first six issues in there. But I couldn't totally be sure. I just I didn't look. But anyway, everybody looks great. We've also got like these tiny little panels that are the only panels that we basically have on this page, which are little shots of what Jerrica is doing backstage as well that works really, really well. I love this pose that Pizzazz has as she comes marching on stage at the top of the second splash. She just looks so like a mix of confident and just jaunty and ready to rule your world. Absolutely. The body posture, the body language in this issue is so, so great. Uh, We also have Silica's face as a close up as everybody starts listening to this incredible music just going no. And then on our third splash page, we get Jerrica pushing the button that will activate the signal jammer. And more incredible splash paginess as we see everybody just working together here, including Blaze, Pizzazz, and Jim all singing. Oh god, yeah, it's really great. And uh, we also see Clash in the audience, like in the front row, just enraptured by everything, while the rest of the audience around them is just screaming and crying and cheering. There's also sort of like Kirby Dot space in the background, too, of all of these. (laughs) It's pretty great. And as Jerrica hits the button, we actually have a great way that it's staged where there's a sort of signal that comes out of that panel and goes straight through a profile of Silica's head. And she has a speech bubble that's completely black. While Jerrica says, try to mind control the world through this Silica. Which is the only alive that could exist in this comic. Maybe work on your one-liners, Jerrica, hon. And after all of that sound, all of that music, all of those incredible images... We go to a stark white page with Silica glitching. And then just a blank page that's just Silica looking at her hands and just kind of glitching out of existence. And there she goes. And it's really, really good. I love just that complete silence after all of that. It's so good. And then she shatters like a Digimon. And the sickness wakes up. And it turns out they have different skin tones, you guys. And also we don't recognize them. They're not anybody we know. No. What am I even wearing? I have a headache and I feel like I need 50 naps. Been there, ladies, says Sherika. Here comes Rio. He's uh, grown about two feet of hair. It's gonna get caught in elevators, dude. It's gem world. It's fine. Jerrica just sort of sits there backstage with Rio with her, and, uh, yeah, they, uh, talk about how great everything sounds together. And is Silica, whoever she was, she's gone for good? Uh, Rio, are you implying that Jerrica maybe murdered Silica? Yeah, you don't know what's going on at all, buddy. 
When you're asking if she's gone for good, are you asking if she's at like the bottom of a lake or something? And then he says it's a happy ending all around. Rio, murder. Everything is as it should be. Everyone where they should be. And Jericho quietly agrees that she's backstage and Jem's on stage. So I think Jerrica, this is going to lead to a thing in the future of the comic where Jerrica has to be convinced to go back on stage as Jem, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Pizzazz takes center stage. He's like, you like that? You want more? And in the background, we've got signs. I can't read what the left one says. What the right one says, I love you, Stormer. It says, oh, Blaze, marry me. As the music comes backstage in that last page, we also have one on the final panel that is that sort of jagged lightning bolt M that is the Misfits overlaid with a star from the holograms. And it's just visuals are really good with this music stuff in this in this issue. And Pizzazz is like, well, then I guess we'll just have to do more. And then we have a kiss from the cutest lesbians. The canon pairing ship name is Stimber, apparently. Uh... Look, whatever. They're adorable and they're smooching. I just hate the portmanteaus. I hate them. They fill me with rage. And they start into more, more, more. And as they do that, we pull back into the audience, into one of the private boxes. <laughs> I get excited every time I turn to this page. And then we turn the page and it's the stingers. At the top, the first panel, we still see, we see all the girls. We see the silhouettes. But then we have a focus on Riot's face. And he's like, she is magnificent. And you can hear it if you've seen the show. You just, you hear his friggin' glamour voice where he can calm crowds who are rioting. And the stingers are there and they're all talking. And, and Ray is there too, but they're just there talking. Which one is magnificent? And Riot's like, Jim, of course. Because he loves her and he's going to love her. And the rest of the stingers are like, they're not that impressive. Except for Rhea, who's like, I think they're fantastic. So she agrees with Riot. And it's beautiful, everything about this page. It's beautiful because the stingers are there. And they're going to sting, sting, stingers. Yes. It's also a really good slow pan out because you start with that really close up on Riot's face. Then you pull out to Riot, Rapture, and Minx. And then you pull out again where anybody who knows the Stingers would not expect to see Raya. Riot's outfit, it should be noted, in the cartoon, he has like this outfit that shows off his manly chest. It's still there. You can still see his manly chest. It's beautiful. If you want some more details on these Stingers, well, before Sophie left, she gave us some profiles. Ah! Riot's first! Riot's first. I love everything about Riot's profile. I love Riot. Oh, he's a comics hipster. Oh, God. The, the, the amount of reference to season three in this profile is astounding. Stand back. He takes large steps. <laughs> Minx's outfit hasn't changed a whole lot from her cartoon counterpart in that she has that giant hat. Where can I get that hat? That fits your aesthetic pretty well. It does, yes. I mean, I, I do have a witch hat, but it's nowhere near that big. I need a bigger hat. Rapture, it turns out, is a huge freaking nerd. Okay, you know what? I can accept that she enjoys manipulating people and playing practical jokes. I can even accept that she doesn't like peanut butter. I cannot accept that she prefers Chicago-style pizza to New York-style pizza. Chicago-style pizza is better. Blasphemy. Every New York-style pizza I've had was just big and greasy and gross and no thank you. That's because it's pizza. That's what pizza is. It's gross. I think you can have both. Stop being Switzerland here, Annie. Pick a side, Annie. I like both of them. But the important thing about Rapture in the cartoon is that she's a great con artist. And I'm glad that they at least have the manipulating people and playing practical jokes here as calls to that. She's still got Rapture's hair too, which is great. Yeah, you can tell this has been back home to within an inch of its life. Oh, yeah. And then we come to Rhea, 
a.k.a. Carmen Alonso. With a cute little tie. One thing that's a definite departure is that she has bleach blonde hair now. And uh, I caught myself thinking, well, I don't know. I mean, that's that's got to be a wig, right? Wait a minute. Rhea's natural hair is pink. This is how Jem has broken you. Somehow, I have been trained to accept pink, but not platinum blonde. Yeah, I bet Riot was like, you gotta be blonde to be in this band. I don't. I want to know how Minx got away with not having a name that starts with R. But then, if you turn to the next page, we have the second most important page here, which is Mad Mardigan's profile. I love that we didn't zoom in on this cat at all. Nope, she is teeny tiny at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Instrument, she thinks she's very good at the piano. She is not. What an excellent cat. I'm just very happy that this is obviously written by someone who... Owns a cat. This is a cat's personality. Toe to tip, that's a cat. And with that Mad Mardigan profile, that is where we leave off with Dark Gem. As Max said earlier, this is Sophie's last issue on the book. She will probably return at some point, maybe for a few issues, but for now she's going to start focusing on some creator-owned projects as well as uh, she's been working on a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series that's had a few issues released so far called Bebop and Rocksteady Destroy Everything. In the meantime, we've got our next two issues that are going to feature Jen Bartell as the main artist. And starting with issue 19, we're going to be getting our new artist for the series, our new regular artist, which is Meredith McLaren. She has worked with Kelly previously on the creator-owned project Heart in a Box, and you can see a hint of her art style in a Comics Alliance spot that did a brief interview with her. It's pretty good. It's a very different art style, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see how it all plays out. I'm just so excited about the future. This book has been out for over a year, and it has been a delight. All right. I think that is going to wrap it up for us. I mean, Matt could go on about Riot for another mm, two days. Infinity, infinity amount of time. Yeah, that's probably about right. I could do it. Well, before she starts going in on that, let's go ahead and wrap out here. The Gem Jam comes out every Sunday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can find us just about anywhere at the Gem Jam, except on Twitter, where we are at Gem Jam Cast. If you like what we do and you want to support us, uh, rating, like, reviews, subscribes, anything on where you find our podcast is really great, helpful, uh, helps us get discovered a little better. If you have a couple of bucks sitting around, you can kick those our way to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the gem jam uh we've got some fun stuff for you guys there we are teetering on the cusp of otome hell yeah we're almost at the otome hell goal we're all really excited about that (sighs) so until next time dear listeners i'm annie i'm kit and i'm mech still thinking about ryan there yeah i'm looking up pictures of the future and this has been the gem jam where we'd like to remind you tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this outrageous pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all of our yesterdays have lighted glam rockers the way to dusty death. Out! Out, brief hologram! Life's but a walking shadow, a poor keytarist that struts and frets her hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of glam rock and outrageousness, signifying nothing. Gotta get some use out of that master's degree. (laughs) A chance to use my major. (laughs) Good night, everybody.